Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray team up with AWAI Copywriter of the Year, Carlene Anglade Cole, to deliver game-changing insights on topics including Carlene's unique strategy to come up with new ideas that work for any niche. What are the biggest differences between writing copy for a VSL, a Magalog, or a tabloid? I hope you enjoy. Ed, who, who we got next? You got a question here from Krista about finding good examples for sales letters. That's the, what's the question? Wait, she's coming in. She's coming in. <laughs> she, she, she's oh, going to ask have, the question. I have Ed. Like, I, I give like now. a brief summary. Oh, yeah, I see. Ed, I'm like, that's not a whole... question, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I he used to read okay. it all. Yeah. Hey, Krista. Hey, Krista. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm working through my first uh, long-form TSL, and um, it's for a combination like physical and info product for parents, um, basically to help their kids with oral hygiene habits. Um, and so... I've, you know, I've done the form searches. I get, I get the pain points. I've talked to lots of parents because I don't have kids of my own. Um, But really finding just one or two letters that that has worked in this area um, has been really challenging. So I'm maybe thinking maybe there's an area I haven't thought of to look for um, in in similar, uh, with similar flow or ideas. Yep. What you're doing is you're being too narrow-minded. You need to open up. And what I mean by that is you need to look at all kinds of copy that's out there and steal from them to make it work for what you're doing. You know, find a great headline that works from someplace else. And you say, how can I make this applicable to what I'm doing right now? Now, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I told you this, but in my book, I'm plugging my book, but in my book, I give away $950 worth of my swipe file. Okay. So you pay 10 bucks for the book on Kindle or 20 bucks for the book, you know, hard copy of the book, you're going to get $950 of a swipe file. This means you're going to get about 17 different promotions that have, that all have worked. Okay. And let me tell you how I got those ideas. It wasn't, I mean, even though they're for the health market, a lot of those ideas didn't come from the health market. I went around and I looked at different, um, you know, sectors and say, what's working in that sector? In fact, when we talk, Stefan, when you um, and uh, Justin were talking, I listened in on your session, and Justin, I think, was talking about what was working really well in the um, relationship market, where it's sort of how to get your husband to do something without him even knowing it. It was that concept of a headline that was, he was talking about. And I was working on a product at the time. I was like, hey, I'm going to try that idea on my health. 
people, mm. you know, okay. and I did, you know, so I'm just saying that that was a relationship market, nothing to do with what I was doing, but I take that same concept and say, how can I make it work for what I'm doing? So do the same thing. First of all, if you don't have my book, get it, <laughs> then go through those 17. Okay. You have it. Yes. I'm going to go through that. Yeah, I'm going um, to, I'm sorry. The swipe go out to the right last, to do that. <laughs> If you got, go to the last chapter, make sure you download that swipe, swipe file and look at all the headlines that I've given you. I've given you 17 headlines. Now just say this, how do I take that headline and make it work with what I'm doing? Right. And just play with that. I'm telling you, gold will come out of this, you know, because you'll go, oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. You know? And so if you do something like that, you're going to think outside box. You know, you're going to come up with something, you, you know, this formula works already. Now, how do you make it work for your particular niche? Try that. Right. Yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you so much. That's perfect. You're welcome. Thanks. Awesome. Love that advice. So good. Carly, I knew, I knew you'd just be bringing the, bringing the fire, the hot, <laughs> hot fire flames, and, and you certainly are. Um, who do we have next? Excellent. We have uh, Mr. Marcus Sortias asking about the difference between copywriting for direct mail and online. Hmm, nice. What's up, Marcus? The difference between, oh, that's hey, what I'm sorry. What's up? <laughs> yeah, so my, uh, my question was, uh, what are some of the differences between copywriting for direct mail versus online? And specifically for direct mail, I had a question about megalogs, those magazine-style sales pieces. And I've noticed that they have a lot more sidebars and like call-out boxes. So my question for that was, do you write the main copy and write those sidebars as you go along? Or do you write the main copy first and then go back later and write all of the sidebars? So that was my okay. question. So that's two questions. First question, yeah, question. <laughs> is, um, to me, there's no difference between writing direct response copy or writing landing page copy or writing even VSL, honestly. You're writing copy to connect with your reader. However, that is, you might be a little nuances that go along with it, but ultimately is great story connects with your reader makes the sale. So if you can do that, whether it's direct response, whether it's, um, you know, I'm sorry, whether it's direct mail or whether it's on landing page or, you know, whatever LVSL, it's all the same sales copy. What I, th I thought was really interesting when I attended um, copy accelerator was I felt like I said, dang, I feel like a dinosaur here. There's a bunch of little kids. They're like 20 years old, you know, who are doing, you know, killer stuff. I feel like, ah, I'm just so ancient. And then they were using all this terminology that I never even heard of before, you know? And it's like, who's your what is oh i can't think of the name of what it was i'll think of it but anyway so like all this terminology and i started realizing oh this is the same they're just using different words for the same stuff you know just like before people say oh direct mail is dead because the internet's here that's a bunch of junk it's still doing great it's still sales copy you know it's so you know what was the word that you use with somebody who is the owner of a product who's the oh. um what's that word that was using i'm like oh Anyway, I couldn't think of it. It was some word like you kept using offer, offer owner. Yeah, offer owner, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm the offer owner. I'm the offer owner. I'm like, oh, so you're the client? Gotcha. <laughs> you know, I'm like, so I just, had, once I was able to switch the words to me, to, for me to understand what, what, you know, it means for my space, I'm like, I get it. But nothing has changed. It is always about sales copy, however you want to call it, however you want to do it, you know, put it in a VSL formula, great. Put it in direct response, great. Put it online, whatever. It's all still about connecting with your reader and being able to make the sale that way. So your second part of your question, uh, Magalogs, 
I've got a I've got a special report on my website. It's called How to Write um, Magalogs, Tabloids, and other big promos like that. I have that if you want to get that on there. It's on my website. But to answer your question, you know, short a Magalog tabloid, whatever. Again, it's all still the same thing. It's still a sales letter that's just running through a whole lot more. So I, I write my, get my main sales letter. Usually I'll do the sales letter first, but that's not always the case. I may have a great idea for a sidebar and I'll just write it and put it on the side, you know, for it, but it's the letter. And then you break up the letter by dropping in sidebars, which probably started off as fascinations that were like, oh, this is really good. I can add some meat to this and make it a sidebar. So it's the same thing. It's just, you're writing your letter. And I'm, it's just, it's the delivery method, whether the designer really takes care of that part. Is it delivered as a Megalog or is it delivered as a VSL? It doesn't matter. You know, you still got to write a strong, compelling copy. And then I, I will either write it before or after. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I, I can write backwards. I can start with my order form and then get to the point where I finally get the headline or I might start with the big headline and then jump into my sidebars or my premiums or whatever. I, I don't follow any kind of order. I follow where my, where I feel excited about in the copy. Cool. Does that, that help you, you, Marcus? Yeah, that was really helpful, especially that how a sidebar could have started off as a bullet, but maybe oh, yeah. you're like, wow, this is a really good bullet. So then expand it into a sidebar. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Carly, and I do have good news for you. I told you that the record for RSVPs was um, 195 from Chris Dodd. I just checked right now, and we're at, we had 216. So you're the new Woo-hoo! record holder for most people Thank uh, you, registering everybody. for a Rotobillion episode. Thank you. <laughs> Be Brian Kurtz, too. A bunch of, a bunch of good people. I've yeah. been kicking Brian Kurtz's butt lately. <laughs> I love you, Brian. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hope you're getting a lot of good stuff out of this. Well deserved. This is, this is amazing. Um, cool. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.